You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And it's a pleasure today. It's a little bit strange in that I'm doing um, Women's Wednesday. But, uh, you know, I guess a guy can, uh, we interview a lot of women, so why not? And uh, it is uh, Women's Wednesday on America's Web Radio. And we have a a friend, I am not going to say old friend because she's uh, still 22. She's been <laughs> t- 22 for the last... Uh, 20 years. Yeah. No, no, no. Beautiful lady, beautiful friend, and, uh, and and many of you ladies out there will know exactly who I'm talking about when I say Ginger Howard, and she's, uh, she's here because I was very curious about... She had sent me a release that uh, they, she was opening her store up, and I thought, you know, the bells went off, and uh, we haven't had anyone on that's uh, opened their restaurant back up or opened their store up or anything. So I thought this would be the ideal time to call Ginger and see about coming out and talking about what's been going on and what is going on and what her crystal ball looks like. But also, the it, it had to be... Uh, I've been thinking a lot about it since we first talked about you coming out. Is it had to be um, sort of a two-sided traumatic coin to decide to open up again, and um, so let's go back to the very start and when everybody said, "Okay, shut down." Okay, so I want to. Well, I'm so excited to be here this morning. First of all, David, thank you for having me. And um, I, I don't know if some of you might have heard a, years ago. I was on a show on America's Web Radio for about a, a year and a half, and we were the Freedom Five, and there yep. were five Christian conservative women, and we had the best time around this table talking about the news of the day and everything. So being behind this microphone today is just like old hat, and I'm excited to be here today with David and to talk about. Um, the pandemic and the economy and my business and all of that. So going back to what happened was March 18th was the last day that I was actually open. And they had not mandated yet for um, stores to close. But when I came in, I had um, had an appointment and I came in and my employee said, Ginger, I just think you need to close. Everybody's talking about closing and you should close. So I went to my neighbor, Beverly Bremer Silver Shop that has been there forever and she and I talked about it and we decided we'll just go ahead and um, make the decision for two weeks. This is before they called shelter in place. So we said, let's just close for two weeks because we didn't know what was happening at that point. So we made a sign, we put it on the door and I have to be honest with you, I boo-hooed for three days. It was the weirdest feeling. I cried and cried and cried, not knowing what was going to happen. And to me, two weeks was an eternity. I've never closed my shop for more than a couple of days for a holiday. But for two weeks, in my busiest time, that was really hard. And then during those two weeks was when our governor issued a shelter in place. And so then I I couldn't open my shop back up. And so um, I decided last week I, I kept hoping it would happen around Easter when the when the president mentioned Easter and then they moved that goalpost but I in my mind just was praying that the, when the shelter in place ended on April 30th in my mind I was opening May 1st and then when the governor issued that he was re- restricting um, extending, extending right and the, but he was opening up the the hair salons and the you know all of that 
I wasn't included in that, so I thought I'm not going to wait. I'll still wait till May first, and um, so I opened Friday. And it was just me. I have a small store. It's a boutique, 1,300 square feet. So I, it was just, I emailed all my employees. I said, I'm opening back up May 1st. I'm going to work every day. If you are not comfortable coming back, please don't come. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. I want you to come. If you're only comfortable, we'll wear masks. We'll do the social distance. We'll do the whole thing. So Friday, I opened up with one other employee, and I, I had no idea what was going to happen. I was so excited, but at the same time, I was a little nervous. And a couple, But you know what was so interesting? The first couple of customers were kind of skittish, and they came in with their gloves and their mask on. So we put our gloves and our mask on. I follow whatever the customer does. I want to make them feel comfortable. But Towards the afternoon, it, more people were relaxed. A lady came in with her dog. A lady came in with her baby. I mean, it was just so interesting. I went from one extreme to the other in one day. And Friday and Saturday, I had 18 customers total, which is a lot for a small store. They all bought something, which tells you they weren't just coming to window shop. They were coming to shop. And I was open. I decided to close on Mondays for now just to have an appointment with people if they wanted to make an appointment. But I opened yesterday, and once again, I had a steady day. Everybody that came bought. So I think slowly but surely, people are feeling more comfortable. So had you ever imagined anything like this? Never. I feel like I'm in some kind of Twilight Zone or some novel by, you know, about Jack Clancy or something. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know. It's just very, very... It's strange, and it's also strange to see people walking around in masks and gloves. And the other day, yesterday in my store, I had on a surgical mask that I can't breathe with. And I just said, I never thought in a million years I would be wearing a mask in my store unless I was painting or something. But to to keep germs out or to make people feel comfortable, it's very strange. Do you blame the Chinese? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think there's a lot of truth with what they did, and they knew that that was happening. And so I don't have enough information to say I definitely blame the Chinese, but I do. I think there's some blame to to lay at their feet for sure. Well, let me ask: Do you feel like the news has been honest? No, <laughs> I have to agree with our president. The fake news is does what it does best, and it gives fake news. I, I know we're both Republicans, mm-hmm. and uh, I I make no bones about it. And um, we've we've already endorsed endorsed uh, President Trump uh, for a second term. And I thought the other night his uh, town hall meeting was outstanding, and I thought he did a fantastic job and. Uh, he's answered the question. He doesn't dodge it. And as I, I think I mentioned to you the other night when we talked, as I was sitting on the couch in my house by myself, and I was watching it, so it was very quiet, and I listened to every word he had to say. And I, the other thought that kept running through my mind was, what if somebody else had won president? Mm. And I just, the thought of, Hillary or even Obama being in would have been just, you know, disastrous. And I I think anybody that criticizes our president today is is not looking at the true facts and that, you know, had he not stopped travel Oh absolutely you know, it would have and been and secured the border. All right. Now he's got another as I mentioned to you when you first came in 
And uh, I don't know why. I, I did hear it finally, uh, I think, this morning on the news. But we have another thing coming from the West Coast, and that's the kill, they're calling them killer bees. And uh, these are bees that are about the size of your thumb that are devastating the West Coast. And why nobody's talking about it or doing I guess they're doing something about it, but I don't know. I had a friend tell me that lives in Oregon tell me about them a couple of two or three days ago and uh, wondered if they'd gotten over here yet, which to my knowledge they haven't, but from what I understand they are headed this way. So, you know, it's what's the old saying about, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it seems like Trump has been, everything but the kitchen sink has been <laughs> thrown absolutely. at Absolutely. And uh, I... I respect him for being a very strong man and standing up and uh, and addressing the pandemic as he has. I think he's done an amazing job. I really do, and I can't imagine anybody else being in that position. I don't. I can't imagine anyone else being able to handle the pressure. I can't imagine the pressure he is under every oh. single day. And I think he did. I didn't see the whole town hall, but what I saw was amazing. And just seeing him in the Lincoln Memorial was so powerful. And for the Democrats to, con- oh, I know, to, you know, to condemn him for doing it there, is just, you know, it's as much ours as it is theirs. So, you know. But the the thing is, they're going to f- condemn him for anything. He could do. Right. He could find a cure for cancer. He could find a cure for the coronavirus, and they would still hate him and make up terrible and, things. And about so he him. said, "Drink Clorox." Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it, it's incredible but uh you know i have a good friend that i think her favorite saying is what goes around comes around that's true you and, reap what uh, you sow is what the yeah. bible says and mm-hmm. uh, i think they're going to do it and i think uh i think we're gonna see a landslide particularly for the presidency um uh, in november and I hope we get back the uh, House and keep the Senate. So, me too. Uh, I'm praying that we're we're America's Web Radio is supporting it. And while we're talking, I want to pitch America's Web Radio just a little bit. In that tomorrow, we have Dr. Nicole Sapphire on. She is a doctor, medical contributor to Fox News. And many of you have seen her on Fox and Friends almost daily for the last two or three weeks or a couple of months, really. And uh, Nicole is just absolutely a beautiful person to speak with and so gracious and so nice. And uh, looking forward to her being on tomorrow, and we'll be talking about her new book, Let's Make America Healthy Again, which goes in in the same tone that we have we're the only radio station in the country that i know of that has their own kung fu master and um we do meditation every friday with uh she diru is our kung fu master and his show is basically all about mind over body and uh you know we are a sick country physically sick we eat like pigs, we eat garbage, and we don't take care of ourselves. And between Shideru uh, and uh, uh, Dr. Sapphire, we're going to be talking about, you know, we could 
We could kill the virus in literally days just by taking care of ourselves and building our immune system where it doesn't let viruses in and it doesn't uh, propagate them. So it'll be a very interesting show tomorrow. And then uh, at the same time, uh, we're going to be... uh, I said tomorrow. It's not tomorrow. I'm sorry. It's, uh, uh, yeah, tomorrow, Thursday. And then today, though, we're going to start our own federal investigation of the FBI talking about General Flynn and and the railroading that he got, and uh, it's with our special agent Sandy Bostic will be doing it. He was, as many of you know, he was in the FBI and then he went to Homeland Security and was stationed in El Paso his last uh, special assignment. So Sandy knows what he's talking about. He called me and asked if we could do a show on it, and I said absolutely we got to get to the bottom of it. And uh, I think Trump hit it on the head when he said we've got to clean the swamp. Well, we've got to clean it and get it done soon. So what do, you, do you think, in your mind, and I'm, I'm a little warped, but I don't think this is the first of the viruses or first of the... No, I, I don't either, and that's, I'm, that's what I'm concerned about. And what I'm concerned about, Another thing is how easily the public was swayed to think that the whole economy need to be locked down and shut down and just so quickly. To me, that that was not wisdom, and I think the more we find out, the more we're going to see that we didn't need to do that. Certain people with the the elderly, the immune compromised, those now, kind of people. Be careful, Ginger, when you start talking about the elderly. Oh, I'm sorry. But, Us old folks. But there are different people that are more... Um, compromise because of their immune systems or because they're older and even if they're healthy and older but i don't think we really needed to shut down the entire economy even different places that didn't uh, there's certain spots in tennessee i have a friend in rural tennessee there's no case of it there's not anywhere near it and they shut down everything in that town and it hurt the economy there too i just think the trickle down effect we're going to see later i think it was too uh panic or something and I, I understand the president i know he did the best that he did with the the information that he had and i respect that and I, i'm a one under authority i believe that's why we we of course we obey the laws of the land and we obey our laws but i am very concerned that um the democrats and the liberal left are going to seize an opportunity to say oh look how easy we did this let's try something else Okay, so that's that's almost like um, saying internally, uh, how do you feel like we'll get another attack externally from another nation or from China again? I mean, uh, this this is, uh, in my opinion, the couldn't happen a be- better time for the Democrat. Look, we have a ruined economy right. and all this, but I, I think. Personally, I think Trump will pull the rabbit out of the hat again, and uh, by the time, even by the time we get to November, we'll be rocking and I rolling. totally, I, that is one of the things that I am, I wrote an op-ed the other day about President Trump for Georgia, and but all the wonderful things he did for Georgia before the pandemic and how Georgia will bounce back, the tax cuts, cutting the regulations, the economic, we were in the highest economic 
um, we had the best numbers ever. Unemployment, uh, the jobs rates, the empl- I mean, everything was so amazing before this happened. And it was President Trump and his policies. So I 100% agree with you. I think before November 3rd, the economy is going to bounce back because President Trump has a businessman's mind. He is a businessman at the core. And everything he does, he looks at. He looks at this country like a business. And so he has built businesses back up from ground zero in his own personal life. And I believe he's going to build the country back up from ground zero. And he has a phenomenal, uh, you know, uh, everybody calls Reagan the great orator and all this kind of stuff, which he was, Mm -hmm. no question about that. But I, Trump has quite an ability to address people and quite an ability, like he said, the art of the deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, he can sit across the table and uh, convince an Eskimo that they need ice. Right. And uh, he's incredible that way. And uh, I think for everything, he was the right man at the right time. And uh, uh, I know you and I believe the same way on things happen for a reason. And uh, we're, even America's web radio can't change very much of it. But uh, it happens for a reason and we live through it. And Mm -hmm. I think we'll come through it and be be better on the other side. I uh, came up with this... I've heard this all my life. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Well, I changed it. When the going gets tough, Americans get going. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll find a way and find an answer. And um, I think that's what uh, Trump is counting on. Absolutely. The Americans yeah. have the most amazing spirit that we always have that what fa- is what founded this country. And that same American ingenuity and go god-given right to dream and just to make the best of your for your yourself and your family i believe that we'll we'll see it again we're going to have to take a quick break one more time i want to remind everybody that uh nicole sapphire dr nicole sapphire will be on thursday morning talking about her new book make america healthy again and then also um later today we have our special agent on sandy bostick talking about investigating the FBI. We'll be back right after this. This is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery well, is about think? more than just not using. It's about becoming we a whole person and addressing and all too. aspects of your physical, psychological, and social right. needs. Please call us at 770-696-9862, or you can reach us on the web at www. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with our special guest today, Miss Ginger Howard from 
Ginger Howard Selections. And where is your store exactly, Ginger? My store is in Buckhead on Peachtree Road, 3164 Peachtree Road. It's between Piedmont and West Paces Ferry. It's about a mile down from Lenox and Phipps. But I also have a website, gingerhowardselections.com. So make sure you, for those of you that don't live in the Atlanta or Georgia area, you're welcome to shop online. We have free shipping for over $150. So we'll ship you a pretty box of clothes. Fantastic. So, okay, the pandemic came, you closed. What was the uh, ultimate on opening, uh, reasoning for opening, and uh, uh, are you comfortable? I'm, the ultimate reason for opening was once Brian lifted the sanctions for the hair salons and the tattoo parlors and the um, all, all of that, I felt like, that was a week before I opened on May first, and I thought, okay, if if he's if he's looking at data, which he was, Doctor Toomey, he has helped, he has done, followed the letter of the law and followed the data. I felt like, okay, they know something that it, our numbers are going down in Georgia. I'm well, I'm healthy, my employees are well and healthy, and those that are not or older or not ready to come back, I said, don't come until you're one hundred percent comfortable. I'll just be there myself and with one other person. Everybody was volunteered to come back. I said, I mean, of course, they're being paid, but don't, you're not made to come back. I'm not going to fire you if you don't want to come back yet, but I'm going to work every day by myself if I have to or whoever wants to work one day at a time um, with me. So April 30th at 1259 when the shelter in place lifted, I felt totally confident that May 1st, I, which was Friday, last Friday, that I could open my doors with wearing a mask, wearing disposable gloves. I had had the shop sanitized from top to bottom. I have hand sanitizer at the counter. I keep cleaning the doors when people come in. I lice all the dressing rooms. We steam the clothes if we need to after people try them on and they don't buy them. And and we I don't ever have more than 10 people in my shop at a time unless it's a big event or something. So I felt totally comfortable myself opening. And I feel like fear begets fear and hope begets hope. So if I'm happy and whole and healthy and when people come in and I'm like, oh, you're going to get sick. And, I, and so they walk in and they feel it's comfortable here. And some of them will take off their mask and they're, you know, they're, they don't feel worried or concerned that um, – they're going to get sick, um, and I think it's important that we can't live in fear. We have to take precautions, of course, but the people that are coming out feel well. They're not sick. I'm well. I'm not sick, and, but I also I did order those because I've heard some stores are taking people's temperature, so I ordered those ones that you put on your forehead that you could throw away. So if anybody wants to you know, check their temperature at the door and throw it away, that's fine too. But I felt very comfortable. I still feel comfortable. And every day that I'm there, I get a little more comfortable knowing that things is going to get better. You know, I, this is only my personal opinion. Now, I've gotten to the point here that any guests that were coming in, I, I would tell them bring their own rubber bands and uh, put my hair in a ponytail because I, I hadn't had a haircut for several <laughs> weeks. And uh, I kept thinking, do I trust the barber with a six-foot pair of scissors? <laughs> I mean, what if what if he slipped up just a little bit and got the neck instead of the hair, you know? And that's a long pair of scissors <laughs> to be standing six feet away and cutting my hair. But, you know, everything was fine. So, you know, what do you, a question I have is what do you do after somebody has tried on a dress? We, t- we take it to the 
if they don't buy it. I have to say, lately, it's been fabulous. Everybody that's coming in has tried on and bought what they've bought, tried on. But we take it, and you can steam it, and the steam kills any germs on the hot steam. You know, and they've got another product, too, that uh, they've installed at the White House, uh, the new UV light. Oh, okay. Everybody's walking through. A friend friend of mine uh, didn't invent that, but he invented and he placed it. He put it, in fact, he's got an order for a bunch of them. Uh, I mean... Wow. Lots of them. That, and you just walk through it, and uh, the light comes on. It kills everything, every germ or whatever. And then we've got another product coming out that uh, goes in your heating and air conditioning system. And it's, uh, it's a uh, chemical non-toxic uh-huh. chemical mist that kills everything. Oh, I want Virus, that. Oh, that mildew, is so neat. Anything really? Uh, yeah, it'll be out on the market within the next couple of weeks, and uh, we're proud to be advertising it, or will be advertising yeah. it as soon as it hits the market. So, uh, oh, I want to know more about that. Okay, yeah, it's it's uh, it'll kill uh, Legionnaires' disease. Wow, it kills anything that's in your heating system, it will. Uh, uh, it's just a very light mist that is. As your heat or air comes on and blows through your ductwork, it kills everything that's that's in the ductwork. So, well, that sounds and, like a miracle. Yeah, it's going it's going to be very good product. But uh, anyway, the the UV light thing, uh, you know, you, they've got them that you could just go like with a wand over and it'd kill everything. Really? So, well, yeah. where do you buy those? Like. Well, well, we'll talk after, okay. after the show, but it's uh, you wouldn't have to steam it. it yeah, that's that's a, you're to, right, right. And this this is what they're using in the white. Uh, okay, you walk through a, a, a like a door entrance uh-huh. that it has the lights come on and and uh, it kills front and back and won't kill if you if you if you got a bug it ain't going to kill it inside you but if it's on your clothes or anything mm-hmm. like that it will kill it. That's and, great. Um, they just came out just to install the first unit in the White House uh, two weeks ago. And I'm surprised that the media hadn't picked up on it because anybody with the media that walks into the White House has to walk through this. Wow. And, uh, or anybody that walks yeah. into the White House, right. period, has to walk through it. And, hmm. But it's uh, very That's interesting. Cool. Yeah, so any regrets? About opening? Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. I wish I could have opened sooner. <laughs> And, okay, let's turn it on the other mm-hmm. side of the coin. And you and I talked just a little bit about this, but and I'm not – I never stopped. We never closed mm-hmm. the radio station. Then mm-hmm. again, we don't have a lot of people that come to the mm-hmm. station. But uh, we can run it – I can run it from home or from here, and I never stopped coming mm-hmm. in. Um, but – you know, I, we had some people that did and didn't want to come in, which that's fine too. You know, mm-hmm. they, right. they didn't want to chance it or whatever. They so they stayed home. I uh, I haven't made up my mind yet whether I thought it was overblown, but I think I think it was in many ways, and I think you're probably seeing it in in your store now that it was bad enough. And well, when anybody dies, it's bad, mm-hmm. and uh, that it was quite a slap in the face wake up call to that we are vulnerable. It wasn't like uh, a rocket attack or something right. like that, 
this was uh, that could have wiped out millions mm-hmm. and millions of people. And so hopefully with that lesson, they're taking the same precautions. You know, I, I was looked at and I thought some lady was going to stick her tongue out at me because I didn't have a mask on at Kroger's the other day. And, uh, you know, people are taking it serious, right. which is good, right. obviously. I think that is good. And uh, I'm sorry for the folks that succumb. But, uh, you know, the the one thing I'm anxious for is uh, when we can get back to the good old days in church. And I can't wait to go back to church. That was my first Easter in my life that I didn't get to go to church, and I'm sure that was for many people. Of course, I've been watching it online, but it's not the same thing, and it's just really sad to me to miss church. That's my number one thing I miss. Well, you know... Uh, as you and I both agree, there's always a reason. We may not see right. it or know it. There's always a reason. And something good comes out of everything. I will say I have never had six weeks of downtown like that in my in my life. I mean, maybe since I was a little girl. but And I did go into the shop every day myself for two or three hours, except, of course, for Sundays. But um, But it was a slower pace. I went at my own leisure. I went in my sweat clothes, no makeup, a ponytail. And um, then I'd get to sleep late, take long walks, have long quiet times, read lots of books, watch movies that I hadn't seen. So I I think that something good comes out of everything, and we have to always look for the good. You know that old saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And I, I had a lot of lemonade during those six weeks. And then when it was time to open my shop on Friday, I was so excited. I put my grand opening sign up in the window that I hadn't had up since 19 years when I first opened. And I feel like it is another grand opening, a re-grand opening. And we serve champagne, and we just made it happy and festive. And I think that that's what we have to be. And now we're – I'll never take for granted being able to go to my store again. I pray that I won't. I pray I never take for granted getting to see my family on Easter, uh, my first Easter night to be with my family. So I think if my if anyone's listening and you're having a hard time and you've lost a job or – you, something good is going to come out of this. And so always look for the good, and having a grateful attitude I, is something that ha, has gotten me through this time because, like I said, the first three days I cried my eyes out. And then I thought, okay, it is what it is. And that was me just thinking I was going to be close two weeks, having no idea that I was going to be close six weeks. So, But th- good things do come out of bad things. Well, you know, and I, I think uh – You've got the right attitude that uh, if we're all optimistic, it will. And uh, you can't, you know, I uh, haven't been excited about, uh, well, we didn't close. But, uh, you know, still not seeing friends, not seeing some of our hosts coming in. And uh, fortunately, uh, our doctors all came in Mm -hmm. uh, uh, with the invincible shield around them or something. <laughs> but, uh, you know how doctors are. And uh, they were great and, and gave a lot of good advice from different, you know, we have one uh, pediatric urologist that does a show. We have a, a um, uh, ENT that does a show, ear, nose, and throat doctor. And then we have uh, Scott Barber, who is just absolutely wonderful, uh, he's an orthopedic surgeon, and uh, Scott uh, is an orthopedic surgeon, but he's also 
probably one of the most well-informed docs going, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a capitalist, mm-hmm. and uh, yet he's. Uh, he, uh, I can't say enough about Scott. And if you have a back problem, a hip problem, an arm problem, an orthopedic problem of any kind, go to one of his many clinics. And uh, he didn't shut down. And uh, you know, Scott, when he first heard about something going on in China he uh, he had his staff double up on orders and stocked up on everything from masks to gloves to and uh, he never closed and many doctors did close their operation a lot of dentists closed and right. a lot of other po- folks closed but Scott never closed for a minute and uh, he was reporting the other day that he had had no patient come down with anything and uh, he had extra people on literally sanitizing mm-hmm. everything all the time, continually, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Scott uh, Scott has turned out to be a very close friend. And, uh, and we also have one other thing that we have to mention is that our general, we have a general that does a show for us, General Richard Dix. And uh, General Dix served under Storm and Norman in oh, wow. uh, Iraq. And uh, was was uh, Norman's uh, uh, Schwarzkopf's uh, general in charge of logistics, and he's retired. But the army called him back, and he's the one that's in charge right now. And his name is, uh, you know, they've described exactly what he's doing. And Richard and I are, are very close friends mm-hmm. and talk maybe once mm-hmm. a week or whatever. But he's in charge of. If it's over here and it's needed over there, he gets it over there. Whether it's a respirator, a mask, a toilet paper, or whatever oh, the heck it is, and uh, he's a he's a logistics expert. And uh, we look forward to uh, General Dix coming back. Do you know what a Jody is? Mm-mm. Okay, you've seen cadence calls or cadence of men marching, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. somebody's yelling out a cadence of mm-hmm. song or whatever. Uh-huh. Well, General Dix, I teased him into he sings his own Jody's in the show. <laughs> and to get a general to do it is... Uh, that's neat. I, I was a grunt. Uh, nothing in the infantry, infantrymen and uh, nothing in the military. But uh, Richard and I have a ball together. And his, uh, his fan club is the... Uh, uh, the swim, the swim ladies, uh, the mermaids from LA Fitness. And <laughs> they listen every week to his show, and I know they've been hurting because he hasn't been on a couple yeah. of weeks. So, well, uh, nobody's nobody's a nothing in the military, David. You served our country, so don't say that. You don't speak that over yourself. You were definitely yeah. something. We appreciate your service to our country. Uh, well, I was the low, very low end of anything. Doesn't so, matter. You you, you know. served. But, yeah, yeah I, I did my time. But, it, uh, you know, and, and this is something that a lot of folks that have never been in or never served don't understand, and, and yet it's it's a common bond that you have no right. matter what. Only 1% service. of the population, right? And yeah. I think it's getting less than that now. Yeah. I, I just have such a heart for our military. I love our military. Every time I see one in the airport, I say thank you, and they say back, thank you. I mean, there's something so humble about a serviceman or woman. They all have such a spirit of serving. Like Just like yeah. you said, I was nothing. No, you were something, but that was your servant's heart even saying that about yourself. And yeah, well, I think I'll there's something a, so beautiful about well, serving our country. Uh, well, I know. That's what, yeah, defend. right. And uh, 
from foreign or domestic. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I hated in many ways to see the guard called up uh, during this pandemic. But I also knew that we have the best trained, the best officers. We have the best now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we, a lot of people would argue with me, and even Richard Dix and I argue about it, on uh, volunteer or not volunteer army, draft, mm-hmm. drafty as compared mm-hmm. to volunteer. Well, my youngest son, who I'm extremely proud of, is a major in the Air Force wow. and serving in Germany. And uh, as uh, obviously he volunteered, and uh, I just our volunteer military, you only ask them once, and they do it, and they're there. They're there for all of us, mm-hmm. as are the first responders. Mm-hmm. I, I've been very fortunate in my life. I was all three. I was in the military. I was a first responder for a while, and uh, you know, and then public service mm-hmm. after that. But it, it's. Uh, we talk about this fraternity, and the military is the largest fraternity right. and sorority mm-hmm. in the world. And you know when you're sitting next to or across from or with a veteran. Right. And uh, like you said, it, for me, it's a very humbling experience to sit across from uh, General Dix. Or, I'm sure. Uh, I, uh, I never had anything affect me like this did. And I work closely with... Uh, Johns Creek. Uh, have you heard of the Johns Creek Healing Wall? Mm-mm. Oh, yes, I have. Yes, uh, yes, okay, yes, I have. It was uh, yes. 50% mm-hmm. size right. yes. mm-hmm. of the, uh, it toured the United mm-hmm. States of the Veterans Wall and mm-hmm. in, in, uh, the Vietnam mm-hmm. Veterans Wall right. in uh, Washington. And uh, I, I called Mike Mazel, who's been in charge of mm-hmm. it, the other day to see, you know, if we're still going through with, mm-hmm. or have you set another date? And he said, well, we don't know when because last night it was vandalized oh no you're kidding no and i that is horrible i hope they catch uh literally sick uh, when he told me that um i had so many friends and i I just that breaks that that is just horrible oh and uh they kind of it was i i left and went out to the wall after that Mm. and uh it looked like Hammers and somebody, and they had scratched through. And all of it has to be replaced. Oh, which is that is just, horrendous. Yeah, it, it's terrible. But uh, anyway, what the chief of police in Johns Creek figured out, which I, I still don't know if they've caught them yet or not. Or I they pray they catch them. It was kids on skateboards. No way. Young kids? It's, you know, the wall is is vertical, and they had to get up speed and go and then do their thing on their skateboards on the wall. And that's what made the indentations were their wheels when they had hit it. And then the scraping was from whatever on their skateboards. And uh, my feeling is, yes, I'd love for them to catch the kids and then make the parents pay for the wall right and make the kids do research and read all about those lives and the people that died for them so that they could ride their skateboards yep you know it just uh it made me sick and uh Mm. even thinking about it right uh, i'm so that's it it, uh, we are going to have the opening and it's going to and we it had been postponed because of the virus but uh we'll come back and uh 
Mike Mazel, Colonel Mazel, is uh, he's a he's a great guy. As is uh, Colonel Rick White that helps us. He's the uh, director of. And I put these plugs in, even when we're doing a, a women's show. But, uh, he's the director of the Georgia Veteran Military Hall of Fame. You probably didn't know there was I one. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. There is, and it's very informative, and it's a, once we open back up, certainly encourage. It's right across the street from from the uh, Capitol in the Sloppy Floyd building. Okay, uh-huh. And... Uh, it's uh, it takes over the whole building and they they do have a good in fact i'll do this on the air i will set a time when it's open back up and i'd love to buy you lunch there and okay. i'll walk through the museum yeah. with you uh they have a great restaurant actually in the bottom of it and uh in the sloppy yeah i've eaten there uh-huh and uh, the sloppy so, so hopefully uh Someday, whenever I know when things get back to, and you know, we keep hearing normal. I think we might have a new normal, but I think the new normal is going to be better. We're going to, we can't live in the good old days. We've got to press on. Well, some of us may live in. (laughs) You know, it's it's always everything's always changing. Right. This is sort of one of those, I guess it would be called a force change. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, we'll learn something out of it. You brought some samples. You oh, yeah. To... Let me show y'all. Yeah. Everybody that can say. I just want to show you the different kind of things I sell. I sell pretty silk blouses, just some cute white. This is a line out of Canada that we love called Tribal. And then this is a fabulous line. This is a fifth-generation French line. And we love their things. It's actually the jacket that I have on. It's very patriotic, even though they're from France. And then this precious little line that's made in the USA. Most of my things are made in the USA, unless they're French or Canadian. Or I do have a wonderful line from Spain that's the King of Spain's tailor. But this cute little line is just a darling, great price, $138 for a little dress to throw on. So I just wanted you women or some of you men that need to buy a Mother's Day present to know that you can get a gift certificate, and that's always fun. But I, And we have really cute accessories, jewelry, fun things like that. So gingerhowardselections.com. You can go shopping right now. That's super. That's super. And do it. Do it, folks. That's, uh, you know, I've known Ginger many Long years. Long time. And, uh, you know, I know that, uh, I don't know, I can't speak for other people. I know how when I when I was married and shopped and stuff, uh, you always, uh, I wanted somebody I felt confident That's in. That's right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and someone that I knew if there was any kind of question, I could always ask. That's and, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Ginger's there for mm-hmm. you as well as for your girlfriend or your wife or whoever that special lady might be. So um, Ginger Howard Selections, and her shop is wide open. That's right. We're open every day from 10 to 5. Well, I say every day, not Mondays. If you're still skittish about getting out, I'm happy to make a private appointment with you on Mondays. But Tuesday through Saturday, we're there from 10 to 5, and we have a lot of fun, and it's a real cute shop. And I'm having a trunk show this weekend, which is um, a trunk show means the line sends lots of their things, and we sell um, pieces of jewelry or clothing. And this particular line is a jewelry line from Italy, Christina Sabatini, beautiful, beautiful things. So that starts tomorrow. And if you buy a pair of earrings or any of the jewelry, you register to win a free pair of earrings from the line. So we, we do fun things. We have trunk shows. We have 
parties. I actually missed my anniversary sale. April 1st was 19 years in business, and we were closed. So I'm going to celebrate that this month. So we'll send out something about that. And we just have a lot of fun. So we'd love to know you. If you're not um, familiar with my shop, we'd love to meet you and come on down. Can I put you on the spot? Yes. I don't know. Are you sure? No. I know you love veterans. I would almost bet if a veteran walked in that they'd be treated extra special. Absolutely, and they get a veteran's discount. Fantastic. <laughs> Man or woman. Man or woman. Yes, you can put me on the spot for that. <laughs> okay. I have, and, uh, uh, you know, this is... I love this. So, you know, I, I would think you have a, a future in radio myself. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I have had a past in radio. I don't know about a future. <laughs> well, you know, the the opposite of past. The future, so, you know, I, I think uh, it would be great to have the Ginger Howard show on America's Web Radio. But... I'm not going to put you on that spot today. I'll keep. I've, you can I've keep asking. For, yeah, yeah I love. Yeah, for years. I love. Give me your microphone, and I'll talk all day long. That's what they say about preachers and politicians. And I guess I'm a politician <laughs> <laughs> and a preacher too. I think I'm both. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we need both today. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we need good politicians. And uh, quite frankly, I've I've been a sham. I love our country. I. I would die for my country but i i can't say that i would particularly want to die for most of our politicians Mm. and uh, i feel very strongly that our politicians i i don't think they should make our laws and laws that that um, control the military if they haven't served they have no clue oh i I agree and uh you know, some of the ridiculous um, things that they have done, the rules of engagement, that just the most ridiculous thing ever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, if somebody's shooting at you, you have to ask them if they have a weapon. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just. Isn't that changing now a little bit under President Trump? Haven't yeah, they changed it? Yes. It has changed uh-huh. some. But, uh, you know, it's still. It's not as wide open, uh, you know, like many of my friends, officer friends say, you know, it's sort of, uh, what's the, oh, it's like what uh, Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. Mm -hmm. uh, It's sort of like let the military run the military. Doesn't mean let them get out of hand. It just means, Absolutely. You know. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Let them do it. Right. They're don't the micromanage them from behind your big desk in Washington. Yeah. Like you said, they have no idea. Yeah, I'm still working on your president a few years ago said, lead from behind? I can't. I never quite figured that out. Mr. Obama said it many times. We're leading from behind. Hello? Didn't know that's where the leader was. And uh, the real leader is always the one sticking his neck out front. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and we, we've got a real leader right now, and uh, I hope folks will remember that in a couple of months, that uh, he has got, I, I just cringe at the thought of how bad this could have been. If Hillary were there. Ugh. Oh, or anybody else. I just, I think we're right, right place, right time. So, we've got 
Ginger Howard Selections down in Buckhead. How's the parking down there? The parking is good, especially now. (laughs) (laughs) I have front what um i have parking right in front of my store and i also have a parking lot behind my store so and if you want curbside service i'll bring it out to your car listen we aim to please (laughs) is this a byom bring your own mask (laughs) yes bring actually i ordered some really cute masks a bandana mask but they'll should be in soon so we can give you one or sell you one or yeah bring your own mask (laughs) <laughs> B-Y-O-M, Bureau <laughs> Mask. And I guess you could uh, say B-Y-O-H-S, bring your own hand sanitizer. No, we have that there. We have it right at the counter, and we're ready for you. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, you know, the other thing is you like to do business with somebody that's liking doing business and understands your questions and concerns and understands the you know so many places have gotten away from heaven forbid the customer is right i i remember a big big store here that no matter what the question was the quest the the customer was always right Mm -hmm. and uh Boy, you don't get that any place Well, that's, that's what we try to strive by. We have, I believe, the best customer service in Buckhead with my store. My employees treat everyone like their family. We just roll out the red carpet. We love my customers. We know them all by name. We have repeat customers. I've had that shop for 19 years, and for 19 years I've had some of the one, most wonderful customers who came the very first day and still shop with me now. And even during the shutdown, I had husbands of the customers or the customers call me and say, I just want to buy a gift card from you right now and use it later just to give me money for the shop, which just meant so much to me. I'm very blessed. And I'll bet you, I, I'll make you another bet and put you on the spot. I bet you only have maybe four or five customers, and those are the ones that came in in the last couple of days. The rest of the people that come in are your friends. <laughs> They're all, I have no customers. They're all friends, actually, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love all my customers. They're wonderful. I don't even call it, you're right, they're friends. And that's that's the way it should be mm-hmm. and i think uh, i think this pandemic and stuff is going to push us back to more stores with that, right. that attitude that's one thing about i, I talked about scott barber and uh, dr scott barber that is an orthopedic surgeon and i think he has either four or five locations but <laughs> it's the barber way when you walk in and no matter i went in and in horrendous pain one day and I'd blown my meniscus. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scott, <laughs> it was a weird situation. But anyway, I won't go into total detail. But anyway, I went the first time I'd ever been in his office, and uh, I was attacked by his staff. They had wheelchair. They had this. They mm-hmm. had. We understand this. We're we're going to get you out of the pain immediately. And and uh, everybody had a smile on their face. And. You don't worry. I mean, it was just, mm-hmm. I've never been in a doctor's office like that. That's wonderful. And, uh, the Barber Way. And uh, we'll have to start calling it the, the Howard, Howard Way. way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it makes sense. If, uh, you know, with your reflection, your, your people that work with you are a reflection of you. Right, exactly. And, mm-hmm. uh, 
And that's why I said to everybody, I want you to come back. If you are 100% ready and excited and happy, I don't want anybody to have any trepidation because when you have that, it shows. And I want, and so far that has been the case. Everybody has come back with a smile on their face and a spring in their step and ready to help our customers and just be really happy campers. That's super. That absolutely super. Boy, did somebody make a wise decision about asking you to be on. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. Well, thank that person very much. It was fun to be here. That masked man. <laughs> no, I just got to find, I just gotta find uh, my uh, Tonto or something, I guess. I don't know. But, no, this, this has been super, Ginger. And uh, politically, what does your crystal ball say? And I, I ask that only because I, I know how you feel and uh, know your, know your thoughts sort of. So, what's your crystal ball say about November and leading up to November? And your buddy Biden. My buddy, he's not my buddy. <laughs> my buddy is Trump. Um, I would say we have a war ahead of us. It is going to be a really tough few months because we don't have the media on our side. In fact, not only are they not on our side, they're against us. And everything, as you said earlier, but the kitchen sink and the kitchen sink has been thrown at President Trump. So what I say is um, we have to again and again and again reiterate to people the policies and the amazing things that President Trump has done since being elected against all odds, against ridiculous, the Russia hoax, the impeachment hoax, now the having to deal with the pandemic. I mean, one thing after the other has been thrown in his face, yet he helped make our economy the highest it's ever been, unemployment the lowest, a minority unemployment, women unemployment. So what I say to people is, look what he has done. We de- He deserves to finish the race that he started. And so I believe that if we talk about his policies, if we talk to the people about how it affects them, their pocketbooks, their families, here in Georgia we're going to have a battle on our hands because we have two Senate races and one of them is a jungle primary. Um, and then... So we've got a lot of work to do, but I believe that ultimately the state of Georgia and the country is still center-right. They are not as far left as the as the um, Democrats have gone, and I, I just truly believe on November 4th we're going to wake up to, with the presidency, the Senate, and I, I, with every fiber of my being, praying and believing that we're going to win back the House. You know, there's, being in the women's store business and clothing business, uh, I believe there's an old saying that goes something like, behind every man is, or behind every great man is a great woman. And um, a friend of ours, I think you know, you'll know that I'm talking about from Florida, paid her way up to uh, help decorate the Christmas tree in the White House. And... Um, she, she's commented to me several different times about that was the greatest experience she's ever had in her mm. life and that the first lady was just beyond beautiful mm-hmm. as far as not just physically but right. but as a right. person right. and just, you know, uh, was there working and, and she said, I've never been as mad as when the media made fun of her in Levi or in Blue Jeans working and uh, it's like 
She's looked better in blue jeans. Oh, than they were absolutely. She's dropped that gorgeous shirt. in her croaker sack. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, and that she was working. She worked her tail off. And she was also the host of hosts, uh, offering all, mm-hmm. the, you know, any of the volunteers, if they needed coffee or mm-hmm. sandwiches or anything they needed, uh, she was there to help them and make sure mm-hmm. she got or they got whatever they mm-hmm. wanted. And, uh, you know... I look at her and I look at at Trump, and you know they've been, you know, the media, like you said, has been after him since day one. Oh, they have no class. Well, compared to what the garbage that was in there previously, uh, there's they so far the first lady and Trump so far outclass them, and it's they're they're just classy folks. And our agent, special agent in charge. You know, there's he's still in touch with his friends, and and uh, even the Homeland Security every now and then will be drawn into uh, doing a duty for the Secret Service. Mm-hmm. The Secret Service absolutely loves the Trumps, as they did the Bushes. Oh yes, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can't say that for the people in between, uh, or the Clintons. or the yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, they absolutely love them, and you know, and and it's not for. It's not like like Trump is going around handing out Rolexes or something like that. It's just that they know how to treat people. Mm-hmm. They treat them right. You need a cup of coffee? You need this? You need that? And well, well, I will say this about the Trump family. I, I'm the Republican National Committee woman, and we have meetings all over the country. And a couple of times we've had a meeting at the Trump Doral in Miami. And the staff that works there, without solicitation, driving me on a golf cart, told me story after story about Mr. Trump then when he worked, when now the family runs the business, but story after story about how much they love Mr. Trump and the Trump family and a story about how he took care of a housekeeper one time. I mean, these stories that never get out in the press about how good they are to everyone. Their, their employees love them. And well, they should. I think on that beautiful note, we're going to end this by saying, Ginger, first things first, will you come back? I will come back. Okay. <laughs> and second, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you've you for a, having me. You've mm-hmm. been a wonderful, beautiful guest, and we are very proud to have you on and want you to know that uh, even though you slammed the door behind <laughs> you, we didn't. So you're always welcome in the... And the uh, dirty old carpet's out for you anytime. So Thank you. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again, and best of luck with the reopening. Thank and, you. Uh, and I, I just, I know it's it's going to be better. It's going to be better was. than ever before, I believe. Yes. God will give us double for our trouble. Remember that, everybody. Double for your trouble. <laughs> God bless. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.